everyone and welcome back to Let's Go on an Adventure. I've been gone away for a little bit and for that I sincerely apologize. I have been having issues with migraines as of late and that makes it hard to read a paragraph, let alone a whole book. And so for that, I apologize. I also have my um, boyfriend coming in a week from Chicago, so I've been trying to prepare for that as well. So it's been a lot of stuff going on. I want to thank you all who have been listening and my newer listeners from Canada and Austria. Thank you for joining in. Sorry you're joining in. Well, there's a little chaos and not a set schedule like I had, but you know what? I'm, I'm doing my best trying to get there and everything. Um, but again, thank you for joining us and thank you everyone who has stayed this long. We've been doing this for almost a year now. Can you believe that? Almost a year. That's crazy. So we've, we've been hanging in strong. I don't have nearly as many videos or uh, audios that I want, but we're going to try to do better this next year, hopefully get about 52 in the, through the year, uh, if not more. So today's podcast is going to be more of a conversational as opposed to a podcast on a book. And the reason for that is because a interesting question was posed to me recently, and I want to know y'all's opinions on it because it really got me thinking about uh, a few things. And the question was, why do female authors, when it comes to books, make toxic men in toxic relationships? Like in almost every book, whether it is a true straight romance novel, whether it's a YA novel or just a new A novel, anything, adventure, whatever. If there's any type of relationship dynamic, there's always drama, there's always toxicity, there's something that happens. And it got me thinking, and honestly, there's a few ways you can answer this, truly. Um, there's there, there truly is. When it comes to a book, one, we ought to remember fantasy, right? For instance, it's all fictitious. We're not trying to perpetuate toxic relationships. We're not trying to be like, oh, this is the type of relationship you should have. It's a book. It's entertainment purposes. So that's one answer is it's for entertainment purposes. You're not going to just read a book that has no type of drama. It, it makes it boring. It's part of the climactic parts of things. It's the twists and turns and everything. And when it comes to relationships, let's face it, real world or fantasy book, there's twists and turns. I mean, have you ever known any type of relationship, friendship, uh, enemies to lovers, whatever in real life where there weren't twists and turns? Can you think of a single marriage where there weren't things that made people stop or made them stop and have a fight or make you go, ooh, did that really happen? Kind of thing. I mean, it happens in real life and in fantasy. There's always some sort of drama. There's always some sort of twists and turns. That's kind of what life is about. And with books, it's no different in that aspect. Granted, it's fictitious and we make up these twists and turns and the drama and the chaos, but it's still it's still a, a thing. And it's truly for entertainment purposes and entertainment purposes only. To look at it as this is how a relationship should be, you're, you're looking at books in the wrong light. Books are meant to take you in time, take you into a completely different world to relax you, not to focus on real world situations. Now, another answer to this is more of a psychological answer and it has been proven. So before y'all come and attack me about it, it is a proven answer through psychology is 
Female writers, when they write certain scenes, one, they're not actually paying attention to what they're writing. And by that, I don't mean that they're like not trying to create a story. It's when you start writing something, the story kind of takes over and you create it. The other thing with that though is a lot of times when writing something out with female writers and male writers too, um, but female, female writers specifically because we get really into like our spicy scenes and uh, drama, if you will, when it comes to like love triangles, enemies to lovers and stuff like that, toxic men, if you will. Uh, it's living a fantasy. Now, before people get angry with me, be like, well, that's not a healthy fantasy. Women don't actually want that. You're right. Yes and no. <laughs> For the most part, women don't actually want that. No. However, there's a reason why we have fantasies. There are things where we think it's kind of hot. However, it's not something we would truly act out. I have other comparisons, but they're very much rated, you know, R rated X that I have too many young listeners to actually, you know, play out. But... It's essentially that we don't actually want a toxic relationship, but when it's written in a page, when you have that guy that we could say takes charge or is controlling or whatever, in a way, it's it's one of those things where we don't secretly want, but it's that fantasy of, oh, that's kind of hot. Oh, that's kind of cool. Whereas if our real man actually were to do something like that, we would look at them and be like, what in the world are you doing? Are you wanting to get smacked? Or are you wanting to sleep on the couch tonight? Right? It's not what is truly wanted it's simply the fantasy that you know gets us kind of hot and heavy for later kind of thing a good example of that would be for instance one of the reviews that i've already done the touch of darkness series the persephone hades um retelling essentially they portray hades as very much a dominating dominating type of male in a controlling type aspect and the storyline makes it seem like a very toxic type of relationship. The lack of communication, the back and forth, him trying to tell her what to do, her being like, no, I do my own thing. I mean, it's that dynamic for real world purposes and from an outside view of not as a book would be like, oh, wow, that's a toxic relationship. I would never want my daughter. I would never want my sister. I would never want, you know, whoever in that type of relationship. That's toxic and that's dangerous. You were correct. However... It is a book for the purposes of entertainment. Just like we watch it on the TV for the purpose of entertainment. We don't have to necessarily agree with it. We may not want it in our actual lives, but for entertainment purposes, it's something that we actually is entertaining. The argument that I have is by reading, or not have, but had, I should say, was when people read this type of books, you know, they're just perpetuating that type of culture. They're perpetuating the toxic relationship, uh, rape culture and stuff like that. Um, no. No, we're not. We're simply reading something for entertainment purposes. It's no different than watching an adult film, if you will, um, when it comes to reading a book. It does certain things for you, mentally, emotionally, whatever, that does what it needs to do. Uh, my favorite phrase would be that it's essentially, and excuse me for anyone who's under the age of 18, it's word porn. That's what it is. Uh, women have been proven to be more imaginative and more mental when it comes to things where they have more of a chance of being turned on by words on a page than something that they see on a screen. Whereas men to, tend to be more visual and can get turned on more from a, from a screen than on a book, uh, from words on a page. Now, to rebuttal the same argument, however, though, I can see, I can see where some people would feel like 
certain authors and certain books perpetuate certain cultures that we try to deem as either inappropriate, taboo, or uh, very toxic. I can see that. Um, one book series, or I think it's, it's either a duology or a trilogy. I'm not sure if there's going to be a third one, but I know there's at least two, and it's The Haunting Adeline and Hunting Adeline. I have not personally read them yet. However, I do know people who have read them and have told me a little bit about them. And from my understanding, it's very much a toxic uh, stalker mentality, stalker BDSM. Think of Fifty Shades of Grey, but way darker in a lot of aspects. And a lot of, a lot of uh, things that would be considered taboo or very, very... I don't want to say inappropriate because what you do in the bedroom is what you do in the bedroom. That's between you and whoever you're with. Um, but very not well looked upon in society. We'll go with that. And again, I can understand where some people would see that that perpetuates like rape culture or um, toxic masculinity, toxic uh, relationships. I do understand that. However... Just like I've said before, when it comes to any types of books, that's exactly what they are. They're books. They're a story. They're, they are essentially someone else's fantasy that you are reading. Whether it's a sexual fantasy, whether it's straight up, you know, fairies and dragons types of fantasy, or a this is something that they wish would happen to them. When writing a book or writing stories, which we've all written stories, whether it's things for school or like fan fictions which are really nerdy I'm that person that's the only reason why I say it or actually writing books and short stories for ourselves for publishing everything we put a little bit of ourselves in it and things that we want or wish would have happened to us or have happened to us without people realizing it or without ourselves even realizing it we create and develop characters that either have a little bit of ourselves in it or a little bit of people that we know in it and so more times than not, those types of scenes are someone's actual fantasy. I wouldn't say it's always an author's fantasy, but I mean, come on, you can't tell me you haven't read from Blood and Ash and seen certain scenes and be like, mm, Jennifer, this, this, is, this is pretty spicy and well detailed. The, this is your own little fantasy, isn't it? This is something that you enjoy. Or in, in any book, really, in any book, in From a Touch of Darkness, in, uh, shoot, I completely blanked uh the red queen any of them truly i mean it's one of those things that it's not perpetuating the culture it's simply someone living out of fantasy now granted yes people do take things too far and they will get trapped in what's fantasy versus reality however that is not a writer's fault a publisher's fault a distributor's fault that is that person's own situation and their own thing that they need to probably seek help for books are books books are books books are literally just paper with words on them take it how you will it's a story no different than a newspaper or a magazine or even school books at school we were made to read certain things and you could say a lot of classics perpetuate you know uh toxic masculinity or uh, the demoralization of women or, you know, making it seem like, you know, women should be nothing but uh, the caretaker to the man. 
they were the classics and those were the times. So it makes sense that these would be their type of morals and everything like that. Again, it doesn't perpetuate the culture. It perpetuates the time that it was written. It shows the time that it was written. And it's simply someone's fantasy, someone's story. Nothing more, nothing less. If you don't like it, don't read it. Put it away. Give it to someone. That's what I did. Uh, I bought, what was it, Ice Planet Barbarians. And good lord, uh, there has never been a book where I have been so... I couldn't get past the first page. Like, truly. Like, I couldn't even... It, it was bad. And I don't mean it was bad like the story was bad. Number one, if you've ever read Ice Planet Barbarians and you enjoy it, that's not a knock on you. I'm sh it just perusing it after reading the first page and going, I can't do this. I can see why a lot of people like it. It is very much word porn. It is very much a uh, female dirty book. So I get it. Um... In my personal opinion, the writing is horrendous, and I'm surprised it got a series. It's the the her, the writing just I couldn't do it. It was it was just terribly written, in my opinion. But again, my opinion, my opinion only. You can form your own opinions if you've ever read it. If you haven't read it, uh, personally, not one I would suggest. However, if you're looking for a good dirty book, there you go. Um, but it's. It, it's really frustrating to have people tear down books and say that they're perpetuating a culture when in all actuality, no. Once you start saying things like that, that's how we have book bans happen. Um, once you start saying things are considered inappropriate or uh, perpetuate something, people go overboard and start banning books when it's simply a story. It's a story. Nothing more. It's a book. It can't hurt you. It truly can't. It might give you a paper cut if you turn the pages too fast, which I have done. But it's a story. Don't like it, don't read it. Don't like it, don't let your kids read it. They probably will anyways, just because you said not to. But if you don't like it, put it away. Simple as that. Uh, books aren't perpetuating anything except the fantasy of that person and the opinions of that person who wrote it their fantasy world plain and simple all right guys i know this was probably not the podcast you were wanting and not necessarily something that you probably care to listen to and that's that's totally fine i won't judge anyone for not listening to this one it's kind of a ramble it's kind of it's a different type of discussional and that's fine very much opinion based i will hopefully have a book by the end of the week up and posted maybe more than that i'm I'm trying, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys have a fantastic day, and I hope you find some wonderful books to lead you on your next adventures. Have a good one.